Have you hugged a ripen? Wagered a podcast bet? Toasted to friends at Clover Pine? Prove it all to your friends with Crossword merch available now in the gift shop. T-shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, and a whole lot more. Your purchase supports the show and keeps us running. Go to GhostbustersHQ/shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. This week on the Crossrip, we are building our Eagle Moss Hero Collector Ecto-1 subscription kits. We're moving on to issue 9, stage 27, and it's a tricky one. But uh, up first, what we're going to be doing is uh, we've got a letter from a listener, and it's a, a listener that you might recognize from last week's episode. It's, it's a very fun thing, so uh, at the top of the episode, get ready for that uh, letter, and then we're going to be building our Ecto and talking about everything in pop culture. Get ready. Here we go. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keymaster? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Don't rush me. Don't rush him. Uh, hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, welcome to the Crossrip. Uh, we are going to be building our uh, Eagle Moss Hero Collector Ecto uh, issue number nine. Um, but Chris Stewart, I am throwing a wrench into the works right now uh, because okay. before we go any further, usually okay. If, if you don't know these episodes, we sit and we build and we figure out how to put things together, and we um, also. Uh, you know, we talk pop culture. We talk about all the things that we've been, we've been watching. I want to talk about Tom and Jerry. That's where this is headed. So don't worry. We're going to get into weird esoteric stuff. Um, however, I want mm-hmm. to start at the very, very, very top of this episode with a letter that we received uh, this oh. morning, no less. Oh. Um, and I'm I feel unaware like this, of this. This is like a we have to do this right here and now. So I'm just going to pull it up here so that I can see it teleprompter style. All right, here we go. Uh, the letter that we received, Chris Stewart says, Hi, guys. Please Thanks. cease and desist. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Sony Pictures uh, legal group here. Uh, <laughs> we have caught wind of... No. Uh, it says, Hi, guys. Thanks for carving out an entire show to share your thoughts on the passing of Cinefix. We, who've been part of the magazine's 41-year history, have been overwhelmed by the tsunami of support and affection since the announcement was made. You were more than generous to me in your commentary. Too generous, in fact. So I would like to offer a correction for the record. Though I wish it had been, it was not I who wrote the Cinefix Ghostbusters article, but Adam Eisenberg, who also covered Ghostbusters 2 for us. Adam contributed a number of exceptionally Uh. fine articles back in our first decade before throwing away a promising career as a freelance writer to attend law school. Go figure. (laughs) <laughs> Adam is now an elected judge in the Seattle Municipal Court, and we remain good friends. And uh-huh. since we're talking Ghostbusters, I'd like to give Jody Duncan a shout out for her contribution to the Making Ghostbusters book. It was a true collaboration, though only I received credit on the cover. Jody, of course, went on to serve as Cinefix editor in chief for almost 30 years, and together we wrote books on the making of Terminator 2 and Jurassic Park. I got a kick out of your mid-podcast eBay search 
for out-of-print issues of Cinefix, during which you stumbled upon my first published book, Conversations. You are correct in your assumption that the Michael Gross who designed that book is the Michael C. Gross of Ghostbusters fame. Michael and I were good friends for more than half a century, dating back to our high school days. He added the middle initial when he entered the movie business to distinguish himself from actor Michael Gross, who was then starring in Family Ties and would later become a fan favorite in the Tremors series. Don Shea. Nice. I got that, and I had to pinch myself. We got an email, uh, we got a letter from Don Shea in response to our last episode. How freaking cool is that? Which is nice on the surface, and in a more selfish way, saved me a lot of work trying to figure out a few things about that book I bought. So I, you know, there there are very few times uh, when we're doing this podcast when you... When we record something and you and I, it's just, it's just us. And, and especially last week we wanted to talk about Cinefix and it was just sort of us winging yeah. it. Um, and then we'll do these things and we throw it out to the internet. And then I forget about everything that we, I, people will reference things on Tuesday and because we record on Wednesdays, I won't remember them. No. Um, and same here. So, so it, it always just, it tickles me. It floors me when not only do we get responses to things that we do, um, but for, for people that I don't think are listening to the podcast, when they chime in and send us letters and things like that, it's like, Oh, Oh my God, Don Shea listened to that podcast. I need to go back. What did I say? I don't remember what I said. Yeah. I'm so self-conscious now. Well, uh, I ended up putting in, it turned out to be like 140 bucks Canadian for a bunch of, uh, back issues off of them. Yeah. Actually, Weirdly, it showed up as a double charge that I said I got to check back on. I haven't checked on. Oh, that that will happen. That happened to me too. Uh, they charge you once when you order, and then they charge you again when they ship. But it, it the second charge goes away. It balances out. If, okay, if that good. happens to you all out there, because I know a few of our listeners said thanks, guys. When I listened to your episode, I went shopping for back issues too. So I think we are responsible for at least two or three hundred dollars worth of sales right now. <laughs> oh maybe, no! Yeah, maybe that's you, why Don it, Shea wrote to us because he's like, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and I are, are 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 responsible for two or three hundred um, on our own. Who knows how? Yeah. on our own. Who knows how many else we got? Uh, and I found a copy of "It's Winging Its Way" too. I ended up spurging in the issue with uh, five. With uh, Outland is coming. Ah, you did, and you were watching Outland right after we recorded last week because you you were yeah. purchasing stuff when we finished recording, and um, and then so. complete happenstance. Where did I see it? Was it? Yes, have some group or something like that. Somebody pointed out the first miner to have a drug freak out at the beginning of that movie is John Ratzenberger. No, really? I had no idea. I've seen that movie a million times. My brain never twigged. Oh my god! I mean, the the cameos of Ratzenberger. Of course, he's in Empire Strikes Back and a, a few others. But yeah. it's like that guy was a working man's worker. Wow. Very much so. This is pre-Cheers guy too. So yeah. this is just just uh, workaday uh, day player. Good for uh, John you, John. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Here's it was very nice of him to write us, and here's hoping against hope. Maybe the interest continues, and I don't know. I I will say I, yeah. I, I, sorry, Hail Marys. Hail, Hail Marys. That's all I'm saying. I, I think it was uh, Dustin Milne, or I, I'm sorry, because a lot of people actually wrote to us after the the Cinefix episode, um, and I think it was you, Dustin. They write to you. Nobody writes to me. 
Everybody writes Michael, you're proton Michael charging. Tanaka deigns to include me in his emails to you. So. Michael Tanaka likes to correct me. I think I think he gets a kick out of it. Um, but uh, but no, uh, I think it was Dustin Milne who said he didn't know that Cinefex existed until our episode and then went shopping for, for back issues and stuff like that. Yeah, I knew that guy was a poser. Yeah. Holy cow. So there you go. Um, so anyway, so, uh, I am holding this up because I, I want to just do this because this is the final issue final issue of Cinefex. Yeah. It is on newsstands. Now it is sold out online, so you won't be able to get it uh, through the Cinefex website, but check your local bookshops because they should have gotten their yeah. copies. Um, the news came out the day we recorded and basically by the time you and I stopped recording and went to bed. I think they were all sold out. They were gone. I know earlier yeah. we looked at it while we were recording and there were some there. And I went back going, I should grab the final one. This is not how I will be grabbing the final one. <laughs> no. So. Can't do it. Um, yeah, I mean, luckily <sighs> I, I've been a subscriber and it, it just happened to come through. But um, so anyway, nice. so thank Very you, nice. Don Shea. Thank you, Cinefex. Thank you. My goodness, that that was a treat. And I had to start the episode. Um, so. Nice. Uh, without any further delay, we are going to get into issue nine. Uh, I think we're going to be doing steps 27, 28, and 29, maybe. I think we're going to get through 28, 29. Yeah. I, I don't, don't know what this I don't is. Push this is this, a firewall. But... Yeah. I know what this is. Keeps the viruses out. Um, I, I read Hot Rod. I know what car <laughs> parts are. <laughs> I'm cool. All the geeks, motorheads, dweebs... Uh, so yeah, so we're, we're getting into, uh, this is actually, this is very exciting because we are, we're cracking open new issue. Issue nine is an issue that we haven't gotten into yet. So, uh, within the, the walls of this here magazine, we've got a good, uh, focus on Tobin's spirit guide, Tom Enriquez concept art, uh, who he's got a few things that he, uh, put up for sale not too long ago. John Rothman, uh, talking about his role in, in the original Ghostbusters, um, Scolari Brothers. Wow, this is this is a great issue. So we're going to get into that later. But let's start with uh, stage 27. We're going to be working on the engine bulkhead. This is going to be the blower unit, not the slime blower unit. Um, You're and then, a slime Yeah, and then it looks like we're going to get into the exhaust pipes, which I think we're going to be able to do. So uh, 27. In this stage, you will uh, receive the engine bulkhead as well as parts for the windshield wiper system and power brakes. Because every good Ecto needs windshield wipers to deal with those. It remains entirely insane how much detail this thing has. (laughs) The windshield wiper system. I'm reservoir. as much fun as I'm having, did I have to assemble the windshield wiper system? I don't (laughs) don't quite understand. It is the tiny details that uh, our hero collector friends put into this uh, magazine and, and this kit. So... Um, so yeah, so our thanks as always to our, our good friends, uh, go to uh, hero collector on, on your social medias. Um, we will have a link in our, uh, show notes on how you can subscribe to this and, and purchase this because this is a lot of fun. We're yeah. 27 deep and literally all we have is still just sort of like the kind of chassis of the car almost. Um, so we'll, I mentioned we'll before later. we started recording, I w- I'm still, I'm in mid shuffle. I made some executive decisions about uh, my office space here and one of them is the shelves that i'm looking at behind the camera there uh were filled with things that um, didn't need to be there yes uh and I, I so i'm clearing them out like they had board games on them and i'm like a that's a really terrible place to try to get board games down from and b by emptying it out that's two shelves worth of of board games that now I can, uh, once I clear it all out, 
perfect spot for this oversized. It cannot sit with the Ecto collection, but it can sit in a uh, pride of place there. It's probably probably be enough room for both the car and the uh, Spengler thrower, actually. Ooh, so it's going to yeah. work out nicely, I think. I feel like that's kind of what I've been going with lately is just the minimalist. Because um, let's let's face it, I I can't compete. I have you've got a kid, I've got a kid. We can't compete with our our Jasons, no. our yes have sums who have these amazing, uh, meticulously uh, curated displays um, because you, you get little tiny mogwai hands that love to just re-sort everything and make <laughs> things disappear and break things, and you can't just, you can't really A do that. Slight, so. Slightly younger uh, uh, young man here around the house uh, managed to somehow get his hands on. I had three... They were tiny packages, but they were like the handheld bubblegum dispensers. <laughs> I, I remember that, that happened like the day before yeah. we recorded an episode. So I remember that very vividly. You told me about yeah, that. Yeah, man, it, they're, they're all gone now. I mean, I'm not too broken up about it. It does kind of suck, but yeah. I um, What I like it, I, I, I look at um, uh, Nordic um, minimalism. I cannot have a house with Nordic minimalism. That's way too minimal. Yeah, that's too much. Uh, but it has yeah. a it has a certain organizational appeal to it. But what I'm aiming for is what I like to call Nordic uh, minimalism. Nordic min. Which, I like that. I like that. We which should is trademark to say, that. They, absolutely. I we don't need. I don't need. Um, I don't need to turn my basement into a warehouse, so to speak. I need to turn it into a den with some key things on display so i'm yeah uh, nerdic minimalism nerdic minimalism yeah that's i think there's also such a thing as forced nerdic minimalism right like you just have to uh yeah (laughs) you have to scale down for one reason or the other there's lots Um, of different reasons uh, robert rodriguez sold his comic collection to make a movie so you know well that's that's uh, obviously a good reason i certainly have not made desperado with my um collection but I just paid the rent. Um, How did you learn our language? I listen. Um, <laughs> that's not that's not Rodriguez's movie, but no. I just realized my forgiving uh, Mr. Ryan Dole chat room crap as part of his yes have some toy oh, anxiety. I saw that. That was some serious shade on toy anxiety. The uh, the yes have some uh, <laughs> uh, when or Tuesday night show. Right, it's Tuesday nights. What day is it? Um, you were throwing uh, our good friend Ryan Dole some shade because he didn't have enough light on his, it, to the point where I was even self-conscious. Because he never calls anymore. I have to get his attention somehow. Look at somehow. this even lighting. Like, my skin looks younger, and I felt bad because, you, you know, I saw you throwing shade, and I was like, I don't want Chris to talk shit about me on our own podcast, so I better up my <laughs> uh, game this here. This is fun. Camera one, camera two. Camera, camera one, camera two. two. Um, I, okay. I, I'm having an issue here. What's that? Uh, well. Well. I don't well. think. I tried to pre-tap this. So the 27F, which is the, the blower vacuum unit here that needs to go in there. Um, Your blower vacuum unit. I don't know how to make this appear on camera so everybody can see. Um, I don't think the threads on the screw are going to go in there. Uh uh, they did it on mine. It looks like... You're I, using an EP. I'm using an EP. Yeah. And it didn't go in the first time, so I then pulled uh, the the piece out and tried to pre-tap it just to take a look, and 
Um, the threads well, aren't it catching on it. It doesn't go all the at all, really. Yeah, it's very strange. That's, that is very strange. Um, maybe try a different EP in case there's something weird. Maybe there's something weird with the screw. Yeah, I mean, does it? It doesn't. It doesn't tighten down. Not to the very end, no. Yeah. Um, and when you try to put it into the piece, it actually. Oh shoot! Actually, as I touch it, it now falls apart on me. Yeah. Maybe I'm experiencing the same thing. I just didn't. Yeah, I I thought I had it. I thought I had it on there, and then as soon as I turned it upside down, it cranked off. Um, interesting. So, uh, yeah, I, I, light, Aziz, light, light, man, fifth element, I feel like is on TBS down here, like every other day. And this I always catch light, the very, very end and it bums me out. I love that movie and I never get to see it from yeah. start to finish. And I, I own I it. Trouble, I could just yeah. as easily put the Blu-ray disc in, but yeah, exactly right. I've been realizing lately that there's a lot of movies that I, I, people don't really make the list properly. I, I think you need to make your favorites list based on stuff that you've happily watched a million times. Like, um, I recently rewatched both Reds one and two. Uh, I don't think I ever I love... saw the second one. Did I see you the should. second one? It's just as good as the first oh, one. The first one was so much fun. Yeah, uh, this is not... This is very strange, this one. This will be the whole episode. You and I struggling with a single insert screw. Insert its pin to the blower unit, securing underneath with one EP. Take this assembly and place it into the... I mean, is it not supposed... It, it feels like it should be something that's secure, but maybe it's not supposed to be secure. Maybe we have to just do a little dig in on the... Uh, yeah. The point where it goes in. Boy, that's... Ah! I mean, that is... I mean, I remember that as a kid doing models, uh, like my little model airplanes and X-Wing fighters and stuff like that, where I was like, oh, it's loose, it'll be fine later, and then, of course, that's the part that fell off and you never see again. Um, so I there am concerned about that a little bit, but... Yeah, if you take All right. a little extra time to... So it... Like, mine, mine just sort out. of sits and, and just wiggles. Is yours doing this, too? This sort of, like... <laughs> It's, name it's, your like, sex tape. it's not Anyways. on there. It's not uh, on there. My blower is not on there. <laughs> or it feels like uh, it's nope. not on there. Mine is, it just doesn't go very far in. Yeah. Plus, this is the pre-tapping stage, which means you're fighting. It just, I think it's just a very narrow. Uh, yeah, okay. So what I did is I took it. Can you see it like that? Yeah. And then pre tap so basically, it. Basically, by holding my fingers like that, I was able to put the screw yeah. right into position, right up against it, and hold it, and then lever myself into. Yeah, get, it, getting like a, a couple little of bit of leverage on it. It's it's tightened down a little bit. I don't want to crank it. Yeah. I don't want to crank it too hard because I don't want to. It is a plastic piece, so I also don't want to totally. Yeah, you can't go too hard. Split it in half. That's better. Now, now there's no wiggle. Uh, here, let's see. Camera, camera two on mine. There's no wiggle, so I'm gonna leave it at that because I don't want to break it. But that's how it's gonna be. Um, Where did my other screwdriver go? Uh, and then it is gonna go on with an IP. Uh, wiggle, so, wiggle, wiggle. Uh, Ghostbusters wise, uh, not a whole lot. Uh, again, our our good friends at the official Ghostbusters um, YouTube channel. 
Um, they've got uh, a couple of episodes that have come out over the past week, um, including Fear Itself, which is one of my favorite Extreme Ghostbusters episodes. I'm not going to lie. Um, so check that out. Uh, and that's really it. Not a whole lot of, of Ghostbusters news. It's been kind of quiet, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing, except there is one... Uh, I don't know, Chris. I don't know how, how to talk about this if oh, I want to talk about the, this. The mild leak. The mild. It's not even. And, and it may be something, it. too, because it's it's from one of the musicians. Leave it. Yeah. Okay. It's, um, All right. I, I, when I did, what I did is I posted the article with the warning that it's not. Actually, it could conceivably be related to the background story that they're going to fill in a bit. Or it could, it could not be in the movie entirely. Like, it's one of those things, too, yeah. that you read the article and you go, oh, that would have been fun to have seen and heard in context. So don't, if, if yeah. you want to have complete surprise, complete, you know, denial of everything of Ghostbusters Afterlife, don't Just go seek out it. this article. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I read that and I was like, I doubt that's in the movie. Like, it, it kind of also felt like one of those things that's probably on the cutting room floor. Honestly, I, I don't know. I, I kind of got that sense, but uh, again, the other problem is every time you do a Ghostbusters movie, how do you do that theme one more time? So it could just be a fun cover to True. add to the yeah soundtrack. Um, I mean, this is this is after Ray Parker Jr. said, "I don't think the Ghostbusters theme is in the movie," and we were all like, "Come on, Ray! Come on, Ray! <laughs> they're not gonna um, do not gonna do a Ghostbusters movie without your theme in it." Um, now it's all loose. Come on, yeah, this is a weird one. A yeah, it's a test. it's a strange one. It's also not helped by the fact that, like most of these screws, it's a little awkward to try to hold them in place. And so, just just to put a button on that for for people that are listening on the audio version, if you don't know what we're talking about, there is there is a a music related article about Ghostbusters Afterlife out there. If you are not spoiler conscious if you don't want to go in with a completely clean slate. Go go seek it out. Uh, it's actually on Proton Charging's uh, social media. Um, and it won't tell you very much either, unfortunately. It, it won't tell you very much. It is just it's very fun because it's sort of our first hint of what's going to be on the soundtrack, and that's that's all I really want to say about it. There, there's also something that's story related in there that you're kind of like, oh, why is that? Hmm. And that's what I was mm. talking about that might be on the cutting room floor, but. Um, so AP, we don't, we don't know. We don't know. We just don't know. Um, you know, Jason Reitman was very complimentary toward podcasts. Definitely not ours. I don't think Jason Reitman listens to the Crossrip. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, he, no. he put a, a tweet out there uh, earlier this week, or even at the end of last week, I guess it was, where he was saying that he was very thankful for podcasts and podcasters uh, for creating content during the stay at home and, and keeping everybody entertained. First of all, thank you because to holy everybody. crap, it's hard. It's I think yeah. I, I may have poured a little too much of my uh, soul out online a couple days ago when I just said like, look, everybody, it's just it's very difficult to. We we were so excited for Afterlife to come out. And we were so excited to talk about all of the things that Afterlife was going to uh-huh. entail, um, and then the movie kept getting pushed, and that means that our plans kept getting pushed, and then the thing that you were yeah. looking forward to, you just can't do anymore, and. And and again, not I, I love our build days, Chris. Like this right now is my therapy because today was a day, um, and we're not going to get into that on the, <laughs> the actual episode here. 
Troy Benjamin's, he's just this guy, you know? Uh, just, you know, I'm not going to get into my, my therapy session today. Maybe next week. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, it's tough. And I understand if you're a filmmaker and you've you've spent all of this time putting your energy and your effort and anything and everything that you've worked on uh, before, all of your experiences you're drawing upon to make this new Ghostbusters movie, and you got fans that are rabid and who knows they're fickle if they're going to like it or not. I'm sure it's, it's tough for him too. So, um, yep. anyway, long, long winded way of saying thanks, Jason Reitman for thanking podcasters just in general. I'm glad you yeah, kept it general. You to, um, to everybody that, cause he asked for people's recommendations and a lot of people threw us out there. Threw us the out there, community. which, yeah. Oh my goodness. Thank you very which, much for that. Again, um, he's not going to listen to us, but no, uh, he, he won't. I'm sorry. I, Jason, Jason Reitman is both one of us and not one of us. That's kind of, that's, right. that's where I want to leave. <laughs> like, he doesn't need to listen to my dumbass sing songs of the key. So no, I don't think he's uh, tuning in as he's driving to wherever he's driving right now. Um, listening to a couple guys build an Ecto one model while they talk about Jason Reitman. Um, but <laughs> That'd be a little weird. And that's okay. Um, although I didn't think Don Che would be listening to the Cinefix episode last so week, so stranger go. things have happened. <laughs> um, yeah. but, uh, uh, I got the, the part in place. How did it go for you? I finally, I, I kind of called it. Took it patience. Patience yeah. is what it ended up taking. It really, like, I, I, I got it to a point where, yeah, I... I it's it's tight enough that I feel like it's not going to fall off, but I also didn't want to tighten it too much that it's just going to destroy the piece. So I'm I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, famous last words. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Uh, and then I think that's pretty much everything on the Ghostbusters front. So that's I mean, about it. thanks so thanks everybody Ghostbusters bit. wise that or if you're not building and you've just tuned in and you're going to be skipping over the next few parts, but um, now let's get to the bit where you acknowledge that I've been telling you for how long to watch Ted Lasso and he went out and won himself an award. Uh, huh? Golden Globes. A lot of, a huh? lot of big Golden Globes out there. Mr. Ted Lasso. Uh, boy, they, they won two. I want to say he got best comedy performer and I don't know what else. I didn't watch the whole thing, to be honest. Not a lot I, of people I kind did. Of, uh, I don't watch a lot of award shows, shows. Yeah. just in general, so I lost most, most of it. Um, yeah, I mean, a lot of the, the usual suspects, uh, Mandalorian won for, for sound, um, uh, what's her name? The the lead in uh, Queen's Gambit won uh, Best Actress. Um, you know, the, the Golden Globes are sort of the precursor to the bigger award shows like the Oscars. And they're all voted upon by the Hollywood foreign press, which is what is it like 12 people, 14 people. So it's all kind of a very small demographic that's voting on these mm. things too. But um, yeah, I, I, I'm excited to watch Ted Lasso. We finally, um, we're, we're finally getting to that point where I think that's what's next to be honest. I think we've, we've right. like, we've caught up on all the stuff that everybody was watching last September, October, and now we're <laughs> going to be getting into that. Um, you say caught up, but you did take a detour into uh, Columbo land. Let's we are still doing Columbo. There. That's true. We're almost done with Columbo, by the way. We just watched one from the 80s where he's at a wedding for his nephew, 
and the nephew's uh, bride is kidnapped, and Columbo's like f- fighting the clock to catch the kidnapper of his niece-in-law. It's just it's not a good not a good Columbo episode, um, or at least for the reasons that you watch Columbo. It's a fun yeah. detective cop show, but um, I was thrilled to discover both um, was it uh, UFO and Space nineteen ninety nine are on uh, Amazon Prime. Uh, Those things are fantastic. Space 1999 is also, or it has been, I don't know if it still is, it's been on Comet, and I've caught bits and pieces of it, and it is just a fascinating show to watch, just in terms of like them trying to be different from everything else that was on at the time, yeah. so they're like kind of almost fighting themselves a little bit in terms of like design of things and how... Yeah. There's some, there's some, oh, and there's some real interesting acting decisions going on but uh yeah like some of it like let's let's be very honest here the eagles as a spaceship design a number one like that whole idea of the 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 two chassis frame that is modular and you can slap stuff in and out Mm -hmm. like that thing is like basically one week away from being uh, an actual you know spacex nasa build anyways it is just too good of a design it is too functional of a design as opposed to, you know, say Star Trek's, uh, uh, you know, shuttlecraft, which are just right. boxes to get you to the other point sort of thing. Like they put thought into, you know, building a base in the moon and how you'd build one ship that you can then retrofit to do different tasks. And it's like, oh, this is so good. And then they don't give them clipboards. <laughs> Literally, I see them wandering around making notes like a kid leaving, like, you know, university lectures like the the book is half flopped over and they're trying to scrawl on it and i was like they uh, they used the 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 clear the color transparent report covers because it's futuristic it's futuristic but, yeah but uh no can't have a piece of wood to write on it's like oh okay well that just looked dumb and don't they also have what are their like walkie-talkie communication devices or something they're key locks so yeah. you talk into it you use it to open and close doors and it's got a little TV in it. That was the other thing too. They completely missed the boat on the, uh, in, in the future, every wall will have a giant screen on it as it's just, well, I mean, completely Star Trek was that way too. Like, uh, you know, Captain Pike had that giant TV, like right in the middle of his quarters. If I remember correctly, that was just sort of like, what the hell is this? In Star um, Trek, it literally came down to we can put a real big one on the bridge, and that's about it. Yeah, but uh, never I mean, guessing that those, those those types of shows are just fascinating, just to see what they thought 1999 was going to look like, and of course, what 1999 yeah. actually looked like. Yeah, but actually, looked like it's also hilarious. The whole premise of our nuclear stockpile blew up and turned into a rocket and pushed the moon away from the Earth, <laughs> <laughs> and then they basically went with. Um, and now we're going to visit other planets and galaxies. And I was like, that, you are not going fast enough for that. I'm telling you that no, right now. No, 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 no. We're... But, uh, you know, you could you could, uh, you could, could fake a few things, I guess, back in the day. I did see uh, that we're opening our first lunar uh, hotel. Did you see that? That the, they're planning on by 2027, I think it was, that there's going to be the first hotel in space. To which everybody said, yeah. okay. Why? Yeah. Well, you know, um, I don't. I don't know who's doing that. It's not Musk, is it? 
Uh, I don't recall. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. He's never talked yeah. about it. I think it's some people going, the technology's there, let's try and make some money off it, where he's got the long game going on. Um, um, so I'm working on the windshield washer. Where Where are you at right now? What? What step are you on? Uh, three. Figure oh, A of three. There. Oh, okay. I'm just, a, I'm just affixing figure B of step two. Uh, speaking of Musk, did you watch the uh, launch today? I, I saw I saw the news uh, highlight the the soundbite version of it. So so it landed right. It actually it landed, landed. May and have then done done a little damage to one of the landing struts, and then ten minutes later, an engine fire uh, reached the point where yeah, it <laughs> it blew it it repropelled the thing. Uh, but that's a good that's two hundred. I mean, that's leaps and bounds from where they have been. Like from the that, last two. Yeah. The, the whole thing, every time they do it, it's leaps and bounds. And every time they do it, you you notice they tend to try different things. So it seems like they're they're like, if it's if it lands, it lands. But let's get a lot of different situational data out of it every single time. They're not far. They landed this thing. Like, that thing is two times the size of a grain elevator. And they landed it. Now, yes, ultimately there was a problem. But they were well ahead of where they were, say, the last two problems, which was... Just complete and utter Just implosion. Explosion, yeah. Um, as my buddy put it, there's a reason why nobody runs out quickly to get their picture taken with it after it lands. <laughs> yeah, you wait a little bit. Uh, yeah. Okay, um, how does this... Yeah, it takes a little bit of orientation. You're working on the, the power brake, the, this guy, the reservoir for the power brake fluid? Right, yeah, that's what I gotta do. Yeah, reservoir. so it's like, you kind of have to... That piece. And more tubes, because you know, fun. Tubes. 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 Uh, we watched the Tom and Jerry movie on HBO Max the other night. <laughs> I do not have HBO Max, so I have not seen it yet. Uh, the joke on on uh, last week tonight with John Oliver was HBO Max, who's doing a new movie every week, and this movie or the week uh, the movie this week is Tom and Jerry, and I, I won't say the expletive that happens immediately after that. Um, <laughs> and it was okay. Like my, you know, my three-year-old was totally into it. Um, yeah, the eight-year-old's looking forward to it as well. So, but Jerry, and I don't know. I need to go back and and watch some old Tom and Jerry cartoons. But Jerry is just a a little shit. <laughs> like he is just. Oh yeah. He is. That is consistent. Ah, uh, yeah. You're supposed to root for him, but at the same time, like he's he's not making things easy for anybody no. in any of the situation that it's is happening. The good guy. I don't know why people back in the 40s, 50s, and 60s thought, you know, Tom was the one to, like, Jerry was the hero, but I don't know why they thought he was. Poor Tom. Uh, yeah, Tom, I, you actually feel bad for Tom, the way that this Like, uh, See, the thing was, is Sylvester and Tweety, Sylvester was the shit. He was trying to eat the goddamn bird, so... <laughs> That, you know, that makes sense, yeah. And that makes and he, sense that he Tweety loses Bird was always ten but, steps ahead of him, and and it all. But like, I don't remember Tom and Jerry. I don't remember Jerry basically not being likable. <laughs> like, well, Tom's whole thing was is Jerry's not supposed to be there. No, no mice in the house, which makes complete sense. 
as opposed to uh, Tweety and Sylvester, who were supposed to cohabitate, and Sylvester didn't want to do it. And right? Sylvester just, wanted to eat him. That's just how it went. So yeah. don't do that. That's bad. Um, uh, I was not a Tom and Jerry fan. I don't. And then I find out later, people are like, "Oh, it's Tom and Jerry fan." I'm like, okay, weird. All right. That's strange. You do you. Uh, I, I swear I'm listening. I'm just because we're into the hoses phase and 27i is different than 12l. Yeah, as usually got to be. I wanted to make sure that I was doing it right before I totally screwed everything up here. Um, and then I also don't know where this connects to. It's underneath the engine block here somewhere. But I don't know where. Um, started catching up on the final season of elementary. Uh, so who was it? Somebody reached out to us after you talked about elementary. Like, oh, it was uh, John Yurkeva who yeah. uh, thanked you for reminding him that he was behind on elementary and needed to, to catch up needed on to it. Catch up on it. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's a good show. I, um, I if you're a traditionalist like Holmesian, I don't know what people will make of it, but I do like that. It's very much a, a unique take on the whole Holmes persona. And they, it felt like they were at the end of six, they didn't think they were coming back and maybe in short order too, because they did some, some real wrap up, which was nice. Some of it, some of it was a nice touch and some of it was like, Oh, this is a little rushed. And then they gave it it's half seventh. And, uh, I think they're going to put everything back in order and I'm very happy with hmm. that. Well, that's good. Um, it's All on right. that's a CBS down here. I want to say, um, I'm watching it on, it's on Prime up here, the whole uh, seasons, all the seasons, so I don't have to, oh gosh, hoses, hosed, uh, I apologize, I'm about to blow out my camera too here, because I need some more, I need Aziz light, light, uh, I can't Where see, where's that hose supposed to go, there's hoses, hoses, everywhere, take off hoser, hey, have we talked about, where did the SCTV documentary go? Yeah, the, we the Martin Scorsese one. And Speaking Martin Scorsese he refuses to respond, so I don't know what we're going to do about that. There, uh, uh, somebody, and, and I don't know, this is all just speculation and me trying to make small talk here, but somebody out there on Internet World said that Scorsese stepped away from it and somebody else was trying to finish it. Had, had oh, you wow. heard anything about that? No. Um, it's crazy because it, it had, it, premiered it premiered in toronto i want to say i can't I, I don't remember where the it had a premiere and because we even talked about rick moranis kind of skirting the photo session uh that that happened on the you know stop and repeat um man i am struggling with this hose have you already done this or have you done step four figure a no i'm still okay so i found the big long one that came from a previous step that's got to go through yeah, that, that's when we left out. That one's got to go into a little plug here in the firewall, so i got to get that in place. Where did my... Twe Aziz! Tweezers! Aziz! Tweezers! Okay. Am I looking on the wrong... No, this is... It is the driver's side of the engine. Power rake reservoir fluid line to the lift valve on figure A. Where is that pin? Which one are you looking for? 
Uh, figure A for 27i. Like the oh, I <laughs> when I couldn't quite figure that out immediately, I skipped ahead to uh, figure <laughs> B because I, I knew where that one was going. Uh, oh, okay. I cannot help you yet as I have. Ah, uh, I see. I'm just going to sit here and struggle with this yep. alone. Alone. Yeah, there's that. And then that one is up. They show it being right there. Okay, is that the part that I'm trying to figure out is we got three hoses here. Oh, they're not hoses. Those are the, those are some sort of support struts. Okay. So these pieces should already be already in place. No, yes, maybe. I mean, I, I know I'm getting old, Chris, but I literally don't see where this hose plugs into on the engine block. <laughs> There's, I don't yeah. see a pin unless it just, unless it just hangs. Unless it just hangs out underneath here for now. That just doesn't make sense. And it's also. No, no, it looks like it plugs into two places. some dynamic camera work as I rotate this giant thing. Court, you did not come loose, did you? You did, you little... <laughs> well, this is great. They're telling us how you're supposed to, like, hook this thing up as if you're not going to be moving the firewall around and inevitably unplug that one, which you're going to have to then, but you're going to have to do in. that. Yeah. Mm, okay. Here we go. Now uh, to everybody who is tuned into the audio version, we'll see you next week. I know you're just skipping ahead. <laughs> I, I know that this is not good audio at this point. Um, please go to the YouTube channel to see Chris and I struggle through this. Um, bing, 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 bong. Yeah, I I think 27i does not plug into anything. I don't know where it goes. I don't know where it's supposed to go unless it eventually they're going to tell us to plug it in. There it is. Is that it? Nope. Yep. Nope. Hang on. Be nice if it just hooked up to 27h, but I there's there's no as I keep hitting my mic with my head as I'm trying to like get some leverage in this but I, I don't see a, a pin for it to go into it's the weirdest thing um, oh my god all the way down there oh god okay down on the bottom here time to go you ready yeah. See if I can make this happen for you here. Dynamic camera. The, where am I going? That one right there. Well, that that you part see, I've got. This guy, this little the like spider, the spider part. In there? I got that part. Okay. It's, it's the one that goes into the block itself. I don't think it goes into the block itself. It there's doesn't. No, it just kind of feeds in there. There's. It, I don't. I don't think it legitimately has a place. Yeah, I so. uh, I'm just gonna kind of feed it in there. I, I, I think you're right. I just, I'm just gonna kind of tuck it into the engine block, <laughs> um, which is so strange. Which... It's so strange. All right. Anyway, um, this is a really hard place to put one of those two. Yeah. 
All right, so 12L was the one that was coming off of, let's see. 12L was the air filter one. Yeah, that's right. That was over here. Burning out. kind of... Cameras with my lights here. Just kind of tucked that guy in because I knew I was going to lose it. So that's going to go through air filter control pipe to the pin on the engine bulkhead and figure B. All right, so it's going to go in once I throw that guy in. Got it. All right. Okay. <laughs> hey, audio. Supposed to be talking. Can't think. Can't no, chew bubblegum. Sorry. It just occurred to me, too, that I've made absolutely no noises in five minutes. Yeah, um, this is this is tricky. I'm not going to lie. This is uh, this has been... I, I thought this was very simple, and it's been a little deceptively simple. So I'm going to throw this bulkhead in and feed the hose through. Because I think what's what's confusing here is in the in the instructions, in Figure B, they're having you feed the hose through the bulkhead, which you haven't put into place yet until they're showing it here in Figure D. Like there was not a step there where they showed us throwing this into the actual you know larger part well, of the car. It doesn't go through it. It just plugs into a little spot on. Uh, yeah, on this little like this little lip, this little like shoulder here. Let me just. Move my Huggerite mug available now. GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop. I'm going to move that mug out of the way. Um, there, right there. It doesn't go through. It just, yeah, it just plugs right into it, right? It just plugs yeah. right in, yeah. Yeah. Which I should have done before I slid this into place, but it kind of goes right into this little guy. That little guy. I wouldn't worry about that what little is, guy. But there's like 27. So figure A. You plug into 13C's position, and 27I is at loose ends, right? And we're trying to figure out what the hell to do with it. Right. You go to figure yeah. C, it says 27I into 27H. So that loose end plugs in to that one piece. Oh, on the, into this into reservoir the that's right here? Yeah. Yep, right, that is right there. Okay. Got it? Got that it. That makes a certain amount of sense now. After all this time spent struggling, if we just would have read ahead two steps. <laughs> well, we got there in the end. Yeah. So to speak. So now I got a... Yeah, I got a couple of loose hoses around here that I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Good thing these things aren't intended to drive. I was going to say or the is good the news last is step? brake Eagle, fluid Eagle. will not be flowing through any of these hoses, so... Eagle Moss sends us a couple of uh, hamsters in jumpsuits, and they, they're supposed to drive it before we get some sort of certificate at the end. I I have to say, I'm really, like, I, I appreciate the level of detail on all of the engine components here and, and working on all this, but, man, I am so excited to get to, like, the cargo area where we're going to start putting the, like, oscilloscopes and all, all of the, like, the stuff that's on the roof rack, like, all of those components. That's what I'm really looking forward to, like... Man, we're, we're spending a lot of time on engine brake fluid. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It's really tough. Okay. And it's not Eagle Moss's fault. It's just how complicated and awesome their model is. But uh, Have they done other cars, or is it usually... Uh, they're doing a DeLorean. Pop culture stuff. I think... I'm trying to remember. Like, the DeLorean is the other car that I can think of 
off the top of my head. Um, but everything else is the Star Trek. You know, they've got a, a great Enterprise D uh, model that uh, is another subscription kit that has you know fiber optic lights and a separatable uh, saucer section and. Well, unless they got eighteen steps of plasma conduits, I don't know that I'm. I was gonna say I don't know how that one ends up being. See, my thinking was is if they did lots of if they they did kits for gearheads like it would make a lot of sense then that this one was supposed to straddle two markets and you and i are not uh, part of the first I mean, one they, so to speak they do and they don't uh yeah i mean you uh, that that <sighs> come on come on you can just yell at it to get things done right <laughs> yes that works oh come on you all right, there we go. There we go. Ten years later. Cheers to that. I guarantee Don Shea is not listening to this past this point. To everybody who is, we love you. Um, all right. <laughs> Sorry, that is... What's the opposite of ASMR? Because I just invented it. Uh, BSMR. BSMR. Um, uh, was I complaining last time about... Um, no, because I don't think Muppets Tonight was out, was it? Uh, the Muppet Show? The Muppet on, Show? On Disney Plus? We, we talked about it, that it was coming out, but I don't think we actually discussed... But like, we, we watched uh, the Mark Hamill episode, um, and... Well, like, so they've, they've been very careful to point out that being a 40-year-old show it's got some uh anachronisms in it cultural anachronisms that are not consistent with core disney values um and they put the disclaimer up front a la song of the south where they're like we leave we leave these in so uh, rather than hide from them but to you know allow for discussion and sure. i'm like yeah you don't you want should maybe Tell us what bits of the episode you think require discussion, because we're guessing at this point. I mean, there are um, there are things that you're like, oh, that that didn't date well. That that seems a little insensitive. Um, some of it's a little obvious, and then others of it. But legitimately, it's just like like two of them. I thought I knew what it was, but they never say there's one thing or there's three things. So the two I looked at both both had the. Um, the jug band in it. And last I checked, the jug band is not, you know, the, that whole Appalachian hillbilly thing is, is kind of off the table these days as well. Yeah. Um, and they never said, but then my solution was, I think Sam, the Eagle, they need to add clips at the beginning of each episode (laughs) where Sam, the Eagles, good evening. And then, and then tells you they called miss piggy fat and made fun of her weight. So that's Uh, not good. Yeah. Stuff like that. I I mean, I I do appreciate them not withholding the content. I mean, it is kind of like with the Dr. Seuss thing where they're not going to publish books anymore. It's like, I I get that. Maybe you should just publish an insert that you're not, you know, it's it's sort of like the old racist cartoons where it was like, we need to, we have to embrace, like, this is something that happened and we need to learn from it. Yeah. Um, Agreed. But at the same time, there are like... 
there was one at the top of the matrix the other day and I, I sent a text to a friend and I'm like, I don't, I don't remember. I haven't watched the matrix in several years, but what's insensitive in the matrix that I'm not aware of. Like I, I need some context. I need to know yeah, so that I'm aware of it. Uh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Especially in the Muppet show. Like, I don't know. Just need, we just need a little extra. Uh, there are those examples like, the, like, you know, Peter Pan, the Aristocats, like the ones where you're like, I, I, okay, I know, I know what's in there. Say no more. Um, yeah. Well, Song of the South. Song we, of the we South. Know what yeah. the, we know what the problem is, but um, like in the Muppet show, especially since it's so bloody innocuous most of the time, you're kind of guessing like um, the Steve Martin episode legit, legitimately left me wondering was it because at one point Gonzo went out of his way to make sure everybody understood that his new dance partner wasn't a guy because that would be weird? Or was it Steve Martin asking the audience to sing along in fake Chinese? Like, I just... Well, that, that I mean, that there you go. You answered your own question. That's not right. Um, it's not. But this is just the stuff that we're aware of. Like, for, like I said, the, the hillbilly thing. They might have been including that too. I don't know because it's not on my radar. Clearly, whether it's something that should be paid attention to or not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so it's. I'll have to I, go through the rest before I, I come to a firm commitment on I how I feel we, about we, these things. We need things, the context but. in order to learn, and maybe if you go to the website or whatever they've 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 prompted you to do, maybe that helps you. Um, but maybe that's true. I haven't done that. So. Yeah, I I agree. That's. Stuff. I, the one thing I have heard about the Muppet Show is that they've cut some musical numbers out of it. Um, and really? I mean, that, that I guess, makes sense if you couldn't get the rights to whatever the music happened to be. Yeah, or... which is very strange because what I noticed in looking through stuff, these are, by and large, the UK episodes, meaning there's an extra, an extra act in it. Sort oh, of like Baba Doug had to be added to... Um, to to adjust for the difference between Canadian and American uh, runtimes on television, the Muppet Show. Well, you know British television; they don't have ads the same uh, way. Yeah, exactly. So they filled it, which is great. So the one episode that has, uh, I think it's Steve Martin's, uh, uh, where they do "The Devil Went Down to Georgia," which is, you know, a Muppet classic. Um, the devil comes back. They have they have him in heaven wooing some angels, and that was the. <laughs> The extra episode that they threw, the extra uh, that's pretty they good. Threw in that's pretty yeah, it was good, pretty, right? So, and again, you can tell that that was them going. You know, how much work do we want to put in? Well, as little as possible. Well, we have this great, you know, devil puppet. What can we do with it? Sorry. That's also interesting too, that they had to be thinking about. Although I think the Muppet Show was actually filmed in the UK, so it makes sense that they were thinking in those. You know, yep. specifics to needing that extra fourth act. Uh, Were they a co-production? I can't remember. I can't remember. I mean, I know, I know, Fraggle Rock was CBC, and I think Muppet Show. I think Muppet Show was only just filmed in the UK. Um, There's some other stuff too, like the Peter Sellers episode is built around the idea that he's not sure what his regular character is, <laughs> which was legitimately his problem in life. 
didn't know who he was when he yeah. wasn't doing characters, and it led to a very unhappy man. And it's kind of um, like, in retrospect, watching the episode going, Eeeh. Well, that one, we watched the, the Mark Hamill one, and it ends with uh, the Muppets and the Star Wars characters all singing When You Wish Upon a Star. Um <laughs> This being, you know, several decades before Star Wars was purchased by Disney and just before the Muppets were purchased by Disney. So it's just kind of very funny to see all of this intellectual property all just embracing the synergy back in 1970, whatever it was, 70. Oh, no, I guess it would have been in the 80s. This would have been. It was the 80s. It was Empire Strikes Back, so it would have been 80. Yeah. Yeah. it's also fun watching the names that are up there, and um, and it's like, man, I barely remember who some of these people are. I don't imagine what kids are going. I'm going through it trying to think of people that Thomas might know when I'm trying to show them to him, like to get him uh, interested in I, it. And uh, truthfully, that's why we started with Mark Hamill because I knew that with my three year old, yeah. if she saw Luke Skywalker and Chewbacca, and she'd be, and all over she'd be into it. it. Yeah. Uh, I think the first episode is like. Rita Rutner or who's the, f- I can't remember who the very first episode is, but it didn't make sense to watch them in sequential order because I knew that she was going to be like, I don't know who that is. And yeah, it was going to be Rudner. a, a uh, turn off. Uh, interestingly enough, Deadpool fans, Leslie Uggams is, uh, doing her, her old school song and dance stuff that she was big for back in the yeah. day. Um, which is kind of funny given that most people now think of only her as the, uh, you know, it's true. Yeah, people either only know her as uh, Blind Al in Deadpool, or um, was it Kizzy? Who did she play in, in Roots? I think it was Kizzy that she played yeah. in Roots. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, of course, like a, a huge uh, song and dance person. Um, oh yeah, great episode, fantastic episode. Alice Cooper episode. It's great to have him and Vincent Price's episode for Halloween. <laughs> I love those. Also, um, there's like a Faust reference. Somebody was like, check out, you know, Muppets making, you know, re- references to Faust and things like that in, uh, in their shows would not be happening now. What's Faust? Uh, Faust, I guess. Fa- oh, Faust. Faust, yeah. Gotcha. I'm not saying it yeah, correctly. Yeah, they were... They were all university educated. Yeah. Um, although what I love about the show is I'd forgotten how out of all of them, Rolf is the one consummate, unflappable, happy to be there, doesn't need to be there, professional of all of them. <laughs> yeah. He knows how to. He knows how to play. He'll happily play for everybody. Yeah. What you got? All right. What you got? Yeah. And they're the. Almost half the time, the guess is like, do you know so-and-so? And he'll make a joke, but he knows how to play it and plays it beautifully. And I mean, short of, what, Dr. Teeth's electric band, who are in a weird way, they're not even professional. They're just a rock band, right? Yeah, the Electric Mayhem, yeah. The Electric Mayhem, that's the one. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, love, we love some Dr. Teeth in this household. Um, okay, so... This is fun. Struts, 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 struts. Do 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 do. So does it matter? Okay, so they're showing you that the threads on the strut do need to be. Do they? Yeah. So the. This is tensing me. 
I'm very tense about so this. So the threads, let's see. 27J into the strut bracket. So yeah, so it does need to be a certain way. Like so. Oh, well, yeah, I guess you have to thread it through. It's not going to just slide in. So No, it's got a... Eagle Moss is thinking for us on this one. They're like, Troy is simple-minded. We got to <laughs> make this foolproof for him. Although... Yeah. Now I'm... Okay, is that running... Locating one of the bulkheads then take one of the bulkhead support struts and screw the strut into the bracket, repeating the process with the remaining strut and bracket. Okay. So they want you to do it that way. I'm gonna do it this way. Because I stink and I cheat. Forceps. Forceps. Doctor. 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 Do you concur? Concur with what, sir? Um, <laughs> let's see. All right, there that goes. And they're showing you kind of keeping it like midway, it looks like. Yeah. yeah. It, it just kind of sits like a dis. Sure. There we go. All, All right. I know is that of the two arms, one did go in easier than the other. Okay. And then the C-clamp kind of goes in toward the center. I don't know about you guys. Did you guys get stars added to your Disney down there? Uh, No. So that is, that's like an international oh, thing. Canadian. Okay. Yeah. So in the U.S., <laughs> we, they want you to have uh, Hulu, um, right, which, okay. you know, is the... Uh, I think what, what carries all of the same content that you would be getting on star on your Disney plus, like your Fox, right. your diehards, your, uh, your yeah, touchstone movies. There. Yeah. It's hilarious that they make you, uh, um, sign in like who, which account gets them because <laughs> Thomas is like, none of these movies are safe for my account. I'm like, no, they're not. You are correct, sir. You yeah. Correct. Young man. Um, Thank you for noticing. And I think that's that's why I think there's also some sort of a like I know Disney owns some sort of stake in Hulu, but they don't own 100% of it or some there's some sort of something that's above my head. Um, the second one is not going in easily. But uh, but yeah, so it makes sense that like Star is is a big acquisition um, internationally and and has you know everybody knows what Star is internationally, so they can. Add yeah. that onto your Disney Plus, and it's like, oh, stars on here, cool. D down here, everybody's like, what? Stars? You mean the thing that Scott Patrick does Hollywood one-on-one -on -one with? I oh, okay. Yeah, it's cool because now I get to watch. Um, what is it? The uh, Rick and Morty Studios Space Oddities or whatever. Ah, yeah, yeah. Which is on Hulu down here. So gotcha. I'm hoping then that that means that that. Um, was it called Kid 90 documentary? Did you see the trailer for that one? No. What, what's that one? Apparently, Soleil Moonfry videotaped everything of her time as a star slash teen really? starlet in L.A. So she's got all this video of her and her friends who were all the other uh, 12 kids right. who were acting at the time. Pun Punky Brewster. Uh, Punky Brewster. Deep. And yeah. So it's a whole thing about 
Yeah, it did not do us well. Like, <laughs> it was not good for children. Yeah. Uh, and they deal with things like, you know, uh, what's his name? Brandon from uh, Sequest, right? Who oh, killed Jonathan himself. Brandis. Yeah. Jonathan Brandis, who killed himself. I think they mentioned, like, they made some passing reference to um, uh, Emmanuel Lewis. This is not going in. Do I need to use the other one to thread it, or... <laughs> Like I'm a little. I I cheated. It won't pull. It won't pull out. So I mean, I guess. Well, so what I, I ended just up doing. Use it. I I threw it through. I mean, they they specifically show you, the arrow. Like you need to thread it through. I reversed it and I put the the smooth end through the bracket and then reverse threaded it. Right. That yeah, you I, cheated. I cheated because I could you I couldn't get to thread cheated. either. So. And I know that we're already like an hour into the podcast, and I'm like, oh my god, we're <laughs> we haven't even gotten out of this. One. We haven't even you gotten out like, of this one. So. It should be quick. We'll do maybe eight tonight. I don't know that that's gonna happen. Okay, so this goes back to the. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually thinking because okay. we are an hour in. Yeah, we might. This might be it for tonight. I, this might be it for tonight. Yeah, the the left exhaust and the right exhaust. Uh, we might save for for another. I'm exhausted. You're exhausted. I mean, it's it's metaphoric. Actually, we should be doing the exhaust pipes for all the things that are happening in life at the moment. But <laughs> HP sauce. Give me some of that. I'm throwing it out the window. Yeah, I think we're gonna oh. call it after 27. Sorry, everybody. Everybody out there that was anticipating 28 and 29. Of which no. there are maybe two or three of you. <laughs> Sorry. Gotta be Rena. somebody out there. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <clears throat> it. I, I will say it is nice. I'm gonna kind of move this over. It is nice to have the engine compartment be this complete, you yeah. know, thing now. Um, where I feel like when we do flip this over to do the the exhaust pipes, like I don't feel like I'm gonna break the engine block anymore. It's got a nice little support to it, which. I know it's not the actual design of the car. They don't ever intend for you to flip the car upside down, obviously. But for us, and for all intents and purposes of what we're doing in model building, it's going to be pretty nice to be able to just like, okay, here we go, flip. Uh, throw that on its side. But all right, so I'm going to move this off to the side. There we go, stage 27. Did we mention that the call it. phone high was coming back? Did we ever talk about We that? did. We talked about that uh, in our last build episode two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Two weeks ago. Um, Everybody got excited, and then, as usual, we're now having to wait to find out more. But. Having to wait to hear. We still don't know if the original Clone High will be on the service either. It's yeah. also it's a weird one because knowing that uh, Viacom, CBS, Paramount have Paramount Plus, which is launching this week. Right. Um, and Clone High being, if I remember correctly, MTV, but CBC, and may was maybe was it, was it a Warner Brothers? Maybe it was Warner know. Brothers, and that's how it's it's wound up on HBO Max. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see where the original Clone High episodes end up, if if they end up anywhere, because I know it's always been such a sticky situation in terms of rights too. So. Holy cow, that was that was a bit a, more than I, I thought it was going to be. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, go, go stoppers. stoppers. I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our calling line at 470-242-4742. 
That's 4702 GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page and Twitter accounts. Print is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Once again, our call in line is 4702 GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. I looked at that when we were prepping for this episode, Chris. I'm like, we're going to make it through three stages. Right? 27 doesn't look like anything, but it was yeah, tough. Lies. 27 was a tough one. Um, but well, uh, yeah, 28 so will be. 20 and well, 29, week, we'll cruise through it. You and I got to remember to get ourselves some wood blocks there for next week. Correct. we got to do that whole flipperoony thing. It's going to be sitting on this. I, I think I've measured it out correctly. I don't know. We'll see if it works, but... Uh, right. yeah, but, um, so, so everybody out there that has, uh, continued to listen to these episodes or build along with us, or if you are working on your mm-hmm. model and you just happen to tune in and you're having troubles with the same things and you, uh, just skip ahead to certain parts, hopefully this was of, of some help to you, but, uh, yeah. Or maybe you're doing marginally better than us and just want to feel superior to somebody. That please works do. too. Give us the old Nelson. <laughs> That's fine. That's I'll take it. Um, but, uh, what do you got in terms of, uh, final thoughts this week, Chris? Oh God. I didn't even think about that. Nothing. Really? Nothing. Whole lot of nothing. I got a couple of thoughts about our 300, but I don't want to bring them up on, uh, and you and I will talk about it here after. That's my final thought. I was going to say my the 300. Go to commercial. <laughs> yeah. Cut to commercial. It, it, it has turned into quite the production. Um, and, and again, our thanks to everybody who, uh, we got a couple emails and a couple of, of direct messages of people who are like, we want to, <coughs> I want to participate. I want to be in this. Um, which is awesome. I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> so yeah, we'll figure it out. We're, we're That's probably that. what I want to talk to you about, but I'm not yeah. sharing it with, I'm not sharing yeah, it with the rest of you. Spoilers. Troy only. This is a long episode anyway. So, uh, yeah. So stay tuned for the 300 episode. Uh, next week we're gonna I think do our deep peaks. Um, I don't want to reveal which episode nope. it is, but uh, nope. stay tuned. We're gonna do a little bit of commentary on on a very fun episode of an animated series, um, and uh, that that'll be really awesome. And uh, getting some interviews uh, lined up for you guys to to be listening to as well. So uh, hopefully you enjoyed this build episode. I think we're gonna have to do a lot more because we only made it through one stage today. Um, we'll so, do another one again relatively soon. V- very actually, soon. To, yeah, we got to start cranking up. through. But uh, uh, until next week, everybody, see you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossrip. Visit us at protoncharging.com, ghostbustershq.net, and stillplayingwithtoys.net. They used to be one of my two favorite shows. Anything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Next week, though, careless pets. Thanks, Don Shea, if you listen to this. I'm sorry. We'll we'll come up with something better for next week for you. I swear.